Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. So this is the third and final installment in our pre-Christmas podcasts talking about the holidays. And today we're going to talk about getting our house ready, like that cleaning, that organizing, to have people over, to have our family enjoy the time, maybe even just to get it ready because we're going somewhere for the holidays. So here's the first thing I want to say. Don't fall into the trap because I've done it in the past. God knows I've done it in the past. A feeling like you have to, between now and the time of Christmas morning, or if you're going to leave for holidays, um, but that deadline, that you have to become a completely different person whose house is magazine worthy in every nook and cranny, in every room, all day, every day. Because the reality is, we live in our houses. And generally, we live with other people. Um, So you can't ever get to that magazine worthy image that you're going for. Because I'll let you in on a little secret. Two things. Those magazine pictures, even the Instagram, like even when you're seeing stuff on Instagram, it's staged. We all do it. When we put up our Instagram pictures, we are taking those pictures from the best angle of the room, highlighting all the positives. The negatives are you know, where you can't see them in the frame. And make no mistake, professional photographers do exactly the same thing. When they are doing magazine shoots and they're doing, you know, best Christmas living rooms of 2023, make no mistake, the rest of that house looks like a dumpster fire. Because they're not shooting the rest of the house. So it doesn't matter what the linen closet looks like or the bathroom or the front entry or the master bedroom. Just the living room is being photographed. So... A lot of times, if you were to follow the people from when they get to the house, like the the photography team gets to a house, whatever house that they're going to do the shoot at, if you followed them from start to finish, it would really shock you at some things that go on. First of all, one of the very first things when they're setting up a set is... For, for a picture, like, you know, when you see in the magazines. And notice this as you're looking through the magazines, by the way. And in, you know, some of those magazine Instagram pages. Because I follow a bunch of magazines like Country Living and um, Real Simple and HGTV. Like, I follow their Instagrams. So look at in their magazine pictures and on their Instagram. And I want you to really take notice of a few things in the picture. First of all, there is very rarely any personal items in that in that photograph look at it look at that where they're going oh decorating for the holidays do you see piles of magazines anywhere do you see coffee cups sitting around unless it's a staged coffee bar um do you see family photos on any surface or all hanging on the wall are you seeing someone's hoodie over a chair no you know why because the photography crew when they got there they took everything out of that room 
So what is left in there is a couch, a love seat, a rug, a couple of end tables, a couple of lamps, some very strategically placed decor that doesn't belong to the people that live there. It's, they've brought it with them to make it like, so let's say for example, they're coming and they're going to do, you know, a pink themed Christmas living room. So, and they've decided to do it at your house because you have two beautiful, like you've got a beautiful, two beautiful couches or a beautiful couch and loves he said, and they're like a gray kind of chenille, which would go perfectly with this setup. And you've got a good, and you've got good bones. Like maybe you just redid your fireplace surround, your paint color, maybe redid your wood floors. And then you have these couches and then you have all your decor. So they're going to come in and they're taking everything out of that room other than those two couches. I promise you they are. Like everything. So the couches are there, they're yours. And like the walls and the light fixtures and to be honest, I've actually known of some times where they will actually swap out the light fixture just for the photo shoot because honestly, it doesn't take that long. And then, so then the rug and the, the end tables and the coffee table and the lights and the Christmas tree and the, the decor on the mantle and those baskets in the, beside the mantle with the, you know, the blankets strategically swirled up. So that they're, you know, just ready for a moment's notice when really nobody's touching those. You know, the coffee table with the coffee table books and the candle and all that, those are all added in. So what does that tell you? It's not reality. And that's not to say you can go, okay, well, I'm just going to put my tree up in the corner of my dumpster fire. I'm not saying that either. Like there is a happy medium. <laughs> and the happy medium is this. It's a combination of reality and magazine photograph prep. Here's what I suggest. Pick, if you're, especially if you're going to have company. We'll do a company one and then we'll do on the go on holidays one. So if you're going to have like, whether you're having a dinner party, whether you're having friends over for Christmas Eve, whether you're the one hosting a big Christmas family dinner, here's what I suggest. Obviously the kitchen living room area and this will also depend if your kitchen and living room area are one visible space, which a lot of the times they are now. But if you're one of the lucky people that have a separate space, then just the living room. So what you should do is do exactly what they do for the magazine shoots. Take everything out of it that you can. Like obviously leave end tables and lamps and your Christmas tree and, you know, the things that mean a lot to you for Christmas. But like if you've got baskets of toys that you keep in the living room because your kids play in the living room, take those up, put them in their room for just even a few days. Um, take out anything. And here's a good way. And if you're going, I don't even know what to take out. Like, obviously, yeah, I'm going to take out what I think is clutter and I'm going to leave. Here's the best way to do it is from two different angles without trying to make the picture look good, take a picture of the room. Now look at the picture. And whatever looks like, wow, that's a lot in the picture, take it out. So like baskets of toys, you know, maybe you have like three Ottomans in there and you probably could only, you know, it would look much better with just one. And I'm not saying change how you live. I'm talking about this is going to be for a couple of days because you're entertaining. 
is take the extraneous things out of the place where your guests are going to hang out. So like in wherever the kitchen table is or the table is where you're setting up to eat and the living room area. Take the, and the bathroom. So those are the three areas. So where you're going to eat, where you're going to relax and where you're going to go to the bathroom. Whether that's your main bathroom or you only have one and it's the bathroom. You're going to take everything out of those spaces that can be taken out of. Because here's the thing, it's going to be filled with people mingling, eating food, having drinks, relaxing. And if it can look visually uncluttered, it will look amazing. Especially when all, like picture it, picture it in your mind right now, your living room with just the couches, the end tables, and maybe a coffee table if it fits. And, you know, some Christmas decorations. And that's it, nothing else. Think of how open and spacious and inviting that will look to your guests. And same with the dining room. You know, dining room table, chairs, if you've got a buffet that you're going to put food on, that, everything else gone. And that means, like, take your plants out of it. So pick another room in your house where you're going to store all the stuff. So maybe for, like, two days you move all your house plants out of your living room and your dining room to your bedroom. Because your guests aren't hanging out in there. And unless you're doing a home tour, which that's pretty weird unless you've just redone your whole house, um, they don't need to go into your bedroom. So put, you know, put the extra ottomans at the end of your bed. Put um, the house plants in your bath, in another bathroom it, other than the main one that's going to be used and your bedroom. Spread them out. You know, if you've got older teenagers, put some plants in their room for a while, you know, Put the extra stuff in there and same with the bathroom. If you've got extra stools and hampers and this and that and the other, take it all out of there just for a couple days because it will look clean and crisp and you'll feel more relaxed to entertain. And you won't have to do a big, huge top to bottom floor to ceiling clean because trust me, when you get all of that extra stuff out of the room and then you run a vacuum through it and then, you know, mop if that's if you got a moppable floors and then you know like wipe off the surfaces and light a scented candle trust me the place is gonna look amazing and you know same with the, the main bathroom give it a good clean candle on the counter or like a scentsy or a diffuser reeds or uh, essential oil in a diffuser whatever it is make the bathroom smell nice hang a fresh towel but take you know like the family bath towels off the back of the door like all that kind of stuff put a fresh roll of toilet paper on you know, all the bath mats that you usually have laying around, you don't need those. Nobody's going to be showering at your dinner party. So take those away and put them somewhere else. Put them in the laundry room for a while. And put maybe a decorative rug in front of the sink. And then those places are going to look super clean, even if you don't wash the baseboards or anything like that, because it's going to be visually uncluttered and you've cleaned off the main surfaces and it's going to smell nice. Great. Done. Every other door in your house, shut it. Just shut it. Close it. This is not the time for you to feel like your everything is on display. Nobody can clean their whole house without help for Christmas holidays. And when you're going, oh, well, I've watched like, you know, all these people on these shows and they're, you know, entertaining. Yes, they are on the television show. And you know what comes with television shows? Crews. Crews of people. If you don't think there wasn't a team, even the big one, like if you listen to Martha Stewart, she'll tell you she has a team. 
She'll talk about her team. Other people who have big things like that, they talk about their team. Oh, we had this catered, that catered, this house cleaner, that house cleaner, this decorator, this stager, whatever. They didn't do it by themselves. Martha Stewart did not get up on Bach on Christmas Eve and clean her whole house from top to bottom by herself and make the whole meal by herself and decorate all by herself and then host it for 9,000 people by herself. She has a team. You don't. <laughs> so kitchen, if you have to, if it's on display, Dining room, definitely. Living room, definitely. Bathroom that is going to be used by the guests, definitely. Everything else, shut the damn door to. Because you're going to have put extra plants in there or baskets or whatever. And you don't want to have to have, to have those cleaned. And just leave them closed. And let me tell you a couple of things. First of all, everybody knows a closed door means don't go in there. Unless they're little kids. And you know, if a little kid goes in there, their parents should be right behind them going, don't go in there and shut the door again. Um, and unless you're like some closet serial killer where your friends and family don't know who you really are in real life, if they should accidentally and or on purpose, open one of said doors and see that you've put the extra plants and baskets and whatever in there, they're gonna know that that's just what you did. And they're going to know that you did that before opening the doors because this is not the first time they've been at your house and your house has never been this decluttered. They're going to go, wait a second, there's usually three ottomans in the living room and there's always a basket of toys over there and there's always seven bath towels hanging on the back of the door and in the dining room there is more plants and more this and more that. They're going to know that you have done the Christmas clean and that's okay. You are not staging a crime scene to avoid a crime. It does not have to be perfect. And you do not have to be pulling the emotional wool over everyone's eyes of what you've done. And trust me, most people, unless they're real big jerks or they're really close to you enough where they're going to go, I'm going to go throw my coat on your bed and they know, and it, it's not even going to phase them to see three ottomans and a basket and a, 10 plants in your bedroom. Yeah, it's not going to matter. And stop freaking out that you think you have to have this, you know, Hallmark movie in the making set up to have dinner because people are there to spend time together and to eat and to have a good time. Not to, this isn't a good housekeeping inspection. And when you're going, oh yes, but there's people that are always coming to my house and they say this and they say that and they criticize and whatever. Stop inviting those people over. I don't care who they are. I don't care if it's your grandmother. I don't care if it's your aunt has to travel six hours to get to your house. If she's going to take her ass into your house and comment that you didn't dust the top of the fridge, uh, maybe just don't be extending that invite anymore. Or here's a fun one too: hand her a cloth. Be like, oh, totally forgot to do that. But, but thank you so much for pointing it out. I really appreciate you offering to do that for me. Hand them a cloth, walk away. Because then they're left in a bit of a pickle. Because now they're going to look real stupid if they put that cloth down. They'll probably just clean it. And they'll also learn to not open their mouths next time lest they be handed a task. So, but as a rule, just generally weed those kind of people out of invites. Nobody needs that kind of hassle. Now, if you are traveling for Christmas and you're going, oh, we're packing up the car and we're taking all the kids and we're going to grandma's house or aunts and uncles or wherever, some central location where you're all going 
to spend Christmas together. And you're like, I want to clean my house before I leave so that when I get home, it is not a dumpster fire. And I applaud you. And I've done it and it is amazing. It does make a difference. Like I have done the, don't worry about it till you get home. And then I've done the clean before you leave. I much suggest the clean before you leave. But again, you're not trying to stage a crime scene and get away with murder. So here's what you need to do. Or here's what I would suggest to do. Obviously, no lighting of candles if you're going to leave. You know, that's evident. Good thing to leave out, though, is those diffuser reeds. They're not, like, not the kind that, I think there's a kind that you light and a kind that you just leave in the jar. Not the kind that you light, obviously. But just the kind, because then, you know, you got that nice smell. Okay, so make sure that any, these are some big things that I would do, depending, of course, on how long you're going to be gone. We're going to say you're going to be gone for a week. So this is what I would do if I was going to be gone for a week, is I would make sure any food that is going to expire in that week that you're going to be gone, either eat it up, give it away, or toss it out. Up to you. Secondly, um, I would... Mm, it depends. I don't have that many beds in my house. So for me, this is, this is what I would do is I would strip the sheets off the bed and run them through the washer and then put them back on the bed because then you're only going to like maybe have one night of sleeping in them. So your bedding is still going to be fresh. Then, you know, do a nice quick clean of the bathroom, make sure there's no dishes in the sink, run them through the dishwasher. Um, and wipe off like the flat surfaces and take out the garbage. Run a vacuum if you can. Obviously, if you've got pets, like if you have to scoop a litter, scoop a litter. Like you don't want garbage or litter or food. You don't want anything that's going to produce a smell going on in your house while you're gone. So if you've got like a pile of books in your living room and then you're going, oh, I should sort those all out. No, no just don't. They're paper. They're not going to rot before you get back. They'll still be here. You know, do take care of that pie on the counter. Do take care of that chicken in the fridge. Do take care of those dishes in the sink. So you want your dishes all done, your sink cleaned out and cleaned out, not just empty, clean it out. Like give it a scrub, give it a rinse, wipe off the counters, wipe off the stove, wipe off the fridge, wipe off the tables, make sure there's no food sitting out, make sure you've watered your plants because you know, if you water them now, they'll be fine in a week. No plant. If you water it now, no plant is going to die in seven days if you don't give it more water. Um, if you have cut flowers that are in a vase, get rid of those and rinse out the vase and put it away. Um, you, what we're trying to do is not to have anything go off while we're gone so that we don't want food rotting. We don't want flowers molding and drying out and dropping their petals and making a huge mess. We don't want, you know, leftover food expiring. We don't want dirty dishes in the sink stinking. We don't want laundry stinking. So try to catch up on your laundry. If you can't catch up on all of it, do it from gross to less gross in order of succession. So do the grossest things first. So if you've got like, you know, like kids clothes that have spilled food on them, wash those first, you know, and then down to like your least stuff, you know, um, but try to leave everything so that it's not going to rot. So that's like I said, getting that food out, the flowers out, take the garbage out, 
make sure the dishes are done because that way, like if you've got books that are out or like, you know, craft projects that are out, you know, if you can put them away, but again, they're not going to rot over that week. And if you can come home and because you've cleaned everything out that would rot, it's, it's gone. Like the dishes are washed, the garbage is outside, the litter is outside in the garbage can. And you've put like maybe some diffuser reeds around the house. You're going to come home and your house is going to not stink and probably smell nice if you've got those diffuser reeds. And trust me, that's a lot to come home to not have a stink. Then also you're coming home to no dishes. And maybe if you've had time, you've, you've, you've done the bathroom and the, and the vacuuming too. And maybe even have some clean sheets, you know, on the bed. Great. Then, because I find that's the best way to come home too. Because then when I come home, I just have to throw my vacation laundry in the washer and then put all of my other stuff away. But we are not trying to clean every nook and cranny, whether we're staying home and entertaining, whether we're going on vacation, or whether we're just going to be home with our immediate family who lives in our house and have Christmas there. We're not trying to suddenly, like I said, be a different person and reinventing ourselves. That You cannot do that in a week and stressing to do that is crazy and you shouldn't do that to yourself in a, in a in a time when you were supposed to be celebrating you know the closing out of the year and celebrating christmas and time with family and friends this is not the time to be like a crazy cleaning freak because nobody's asking you to they really aren't and it's too much stress on yourself but you like i said you can do some things I like to do a nice combination of clean and hide. And what I also find, and here's just a fun little tidbit. In the past, when I've done the clean and hide, once Christmas is over and you're bringing those hidden items out. Now, obviously, it's not some things like houseplants. They're coming back and going into their spot. You just removed them so that people weren't bumping them and knocking them over and that kind of stuff. So they're going back to their spot because I would never, ever, ever suggest getting rid of house plants unless they're dead house plants are great they're great emotionally um they are great to clean your air mm, chef's kiss we should all have a million house plants but the other stuff here's what i found as you're putting it back after christmas now's a good time to go hmm so these two extra ottomans were not in the living room for the last week did i miss them if you did put them back if you didn't, take them out of your house. This is a great time because they're already out of the living room. Take them the rest of the way out. Same with other things that you, you know, maybe you've taken some stuff out of your dining room. Maybe you've taken some stuff out of your kitchen. Maybe you've taken stuff out of your bathroom. Evaluate. Did I miss them being there? And they pr provided a function. And I'm going to put them back or go, you know what? I haven't missed these things in the last week, so I'm not putting them back. It's a great way to start the new year decluttering because you've already gotten used to less in that room. So unless it's something functional, like I said, house plants are like your bath towel that hangs on the back of your door after the shower in the bathroom, you know, or, you know, maybe it's a specific decorative piece that you always keep on the buffet in your, in your dining room. And you're like, I only moved it so it wouldn't get broken. And it is a hundred percent going back there, move it back there then. 
I'm talking about the extra stuff where you're like, oh, I like that, you know, that part's not cluttered anymore. Or I like that I have more room over here. Then really evaluate if the thing that was taking up that space needs to go back there because maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't need to go all the way out of your house, but maybe it doesn't need to go back into that room. Maybe there's another room that it serves a purpose in. Maybe you're like, oh, well, I had most of the house plants out in the living room, but I have such a bright bedroom and I put them all in there and they just thrived and I loved waking up to house plants. So I'm only going to put half of them back in there and I'm going to leave the rest of my bedroom all the time. Great. Maybe you moved some plants into your personal bathroom and you're like, oh, this looks really nice in here and they get enough light in here for what they need. I'm going to keep them in there. Great. Do that. You know, maybe you, maybe you move the ottomans that you used to keep in the, in the fan, in the living room and you move them to the family room and everyone's going, we love that the ottomans are in there and there's so much more handy in there. Leave them there. But it's a great time to shake up your house a little bit. The combination of clean and hide provides a lot of good benefits. It gives you a great space to entertain. It lowers the expectation that you have on yourself of having to be perfect because decluttered already looks cleaner. Like already looks cleaner. You wonder why when you go into those, you know, those dream homes, those show homes that they look so amazing. You're like, oh, I would love to live in this home. It has nothing to do with the house. Because you can put that backsplash in your house. You can put that countertop on your counters. You can paint your walls that color. You can have that color of furniture or you can hang a mirror there. It's because it's not full of shit. There isn't piles of magazines and papers and boxes and boots kicked by the door and 18 coats at the front door. It's the lack of clutter that we find appealing. And anything that lacks of clutter also looks immediately cleaner, especially if it's accompanied by a lovely smell. Because those of us who are still alive have long ago learned to associate good smell with clean house. It's Pavlovian. You can't get past it. If it smells nice and it's decluttered, you assume it's clean. When it may not be, it may have gunk all along the baseboards. You're just not going to notice that because it's been decluttered and it smells nice. So this is a great little tool to make your holiday entertaining much less stressful or your, you know, your holiday leaving, you know, like I said, a quick clean and out the door you go, just take everything that's going to stink out the door with you and put in the garbage can. And it's also a great way to step into the new year, reevaluating your belongings. And we're going to do some podcasts on that in the new year, because I've got some really fun ideas that I have used on that note. And I think you guys will find it too, because, and make no mistakes, I did not invent all of these ideas. I've just kind of curated them all together and kind of put my own twist on them and then use them. So if you're going, oh, I've kind of heard that somewhere before. Yeah, you probably have. Probably maybe the same place that I heard it from. But for the holidays, give yourself some grace. Remember that you don't have to compare yourself to someone who works with a team to make everything look great. You don't have to compare yourself to photos you're seeing either in magazines or on social media. Because you are seeing those pictures of those rooms from the best angle possible 
purposefully omitting the clutter to get those beautiful pictures. And you can do that in your home too. Like you can make, you know, your three spaces look amazing too with the high, with the hide and tidy method, you know, hide what you can clean up the rest. You know, that works amazing, but don't stress. And remember that the people that are coming to your house, if you're going to entertain are people that love and care about you for the most part. And they're not really going to care. If you, if in the middle of your party, you look up and you go, oh crap, I forgot to dust the ceiling fan. They're not going to care because they probably aren't even going to look up and look at the ceiling fan, to be perfectly honest with you. And even if they do notice it, they're not going to care because you know what? They're probably real people just like you. And they're probably going, wow, her living room looks so good. It's so decluttered. I wish mine could feel so spacious. They're probably doing more of that than, oh my God, did you see that she did not dust her ceiling fan? And if the kind of people that come to your house are the kind of people that will be like snickering at you from the sidelines about not dusting the top of your fridge or the top of your ceiling fans, um, you need to be culling your invitation lists a little bit because we don't need to have those kind of shitheads in our house for holidays or ever. Because um, we don't need to be constantly judged. We're where we're at and what's working for ourselves and our family for a reason. Because instead of dusting the top of your fridge and your ceiling fan, maybe you were making your signature punch. Maybe you were having a nap because you've accomplished a lot. Maybe you've done all the Christmas shopping and you've done some hiding and some cleaning and some wrapping and some sending out Christmas cards. And you're like, you know what? I could dust that ceiling fan or I could take a nap. And you went, I'm going to take a nap. Good on you. And I am 100% that when people comment rudely about things you haven't done around the house that to me is their invitation to do it for you and i take them up on that because clearly they have too much time and energy on their hands that they wouldn't mind doing a couple tasks at your house perfect great now i could have had the nap and the clean ceiling fan because auntie joan is gonna clear it off for me and like i said they will either um, stop coming to your house or they will stop opening their mouth and being rude. Either way, it's a win. But I want you guys to have a wonderful holiday. I want you to enjoy the good food and the good conversation and the laughs and just the time you get to spend with friends and family, with loved ones, with coworkers, Christmas parties and Christmas concerts sleep-ins and snuggles, music and candlelight and presents and all the blessings that this season can hold for you and your family. I want it all for you. And I hope that you will enjoy it. And I hope that you will let the stress go and not worry about all those little things that you may have worried about in the past. And that you really just step into your Christmas going, you know what? I love my family. I love my home. I did my best. And that's great. I love what I've done with my effort this year. And really be proud of yourself because we've made it through another year. And I hope wherever you are, you're warm and cozy. I hope the blessings of the universe are upon everyone you love and cherish in your life. 
we might take a break for Christmas. We might not. It depends on when the the recording versus the posting of the the podcast goes. But you will be if even if it's just a few days off, there will be there will be podcasts. I'm not taking a whole hiatus over Christmas, even though I want to take time to enjoy my friends and family and good food and amazing you know movies and candlelight and all of that kind of stuff at the time of recording this podcast though we still in northern alberta don't have snow yet the temperature is getting cooler and it's crispier but we still don't have that big snow i suspect we're gonna get it like right before christmas so which will be great because that'll make it fun and magical and stuff like that. But we still don't have any snow yet. And I, for one, I'm loving it. So Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Much love from my family to yours. And we will talk to you soon. Remember, as always, at the Mama Mentor Podcast, take what works and toss the rest because life is far too short to be told what to do. And do that for your whole life, not just for this podcast. That is my gift to you this holiday season. Talk to you soon. Love you tons. Bye-bye.